computer. And we're live <laughs> here at the Zoom Arena. Yeah. We've the audio abandoned Squadcast. <laughs> where the audio is not so filtered the same way as in Squadcast. <laughs> and maybe you have to do it in a third party program that doesn't work on a Macintosh 64 bit operating system anymore. <laughs> You are here live at Ballin' Out Gundam, Gundam Times. Times. Gundam Times. Ready? Go. 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 <laughs> Welcome back to the show. That's how the show starts every week. I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> I will be. It's hosting. a powerful bit we've been doing for too many years. <laughs> I will be hosting as your fighter from Neo Park Slope. Alex Patek, <laughs> welcome me. Welcome to the show. As always, I am joined by my capable co-hosts all the way from the very softest annals of Neo-France, Jeremy I'm not Hammonds. from Neo-France. I am not from Neo-France. We're not doing France. this bit again. <laughs> Every week he's from France, starting last week and from now on, he's from France. I'm from Neo... From they already Neo have a, I can't be from Neo-France. They already have a fighter. Yeah, yeah, that's what you would say because you can't think of you can't think of anything tough to say. Yeah, I'm from Neo Neo Ukraine. You're from Neo. Fuck off. I'm from Neo Ukraine. I'm wearing a big metal uh, Adidas tracksuit. And our other host (laughs) from Neo Long Island, (laughs) the fans' favorite, the local celebrity, Katie Rose Leon. Welcome to the show. My Gundam has a giant iced coffee, and she would like to speak to someone in charge. <laughs> I hope it's not me. Well, thanks for coming. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, I didn't actually come. I'm uh, at my house because uh, we live in hell. I'm moving on. And uh, this week, we are joined by a very special guest all the way from Neo Harmon Quest Show. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer Crittenden, welcome to the show. Oh, yeah. Thanks so much for having me. I love this. I love the vibe. (laughs) It's fun. Me too, Spencer. I love the vibe. It's a good vibe. I'm vibing pretty hard, fellas. I'm a whole ass mood. (laughs) (laughs) And to maintain that whole ass mood, do not check social media during this episode. We are going to continue doing a Gundam podcast. (laughs) It's the most important thing you can do today. As the annals annals of history turn, we will turn our eyes to Mobile Fighter G Gundam. (laughs) A show that's affected us all in different ways. Like, I know from day one of doing this podcast, it's always felt wildly inappropriate literally every time we record. (laughs) But somehow more now. Oh, hang on, you guys. There's several soldiers at my door. No, don't answer. <laughs> don't answer. Don't answer. Are they mobile suit? <laughs> yeah, no, I see some death army. <laughs> uh, you're gonna, you're gonna want to watch out for those. Um, what are the devil? What were they called? The I cells. Think death army, right? Dark Gundam cells. Oh, the DG cells. Yeah, so they're going to try to infect you. What do you mean, what are they called? (laughs) You're going to want to avoid getting infected, uh, Spencer, by the DG cells. That's a good call. That's a big time four. 
That's right. I, I watch this show every able, week. I love not being able to remember the name of the the plot device there, where they're like, "What are the name of the cells the Dark Gundam makes?" There, <laughs> they're Dark Gundam cells. <laughs> well, the thing is, the problem was initially that I was trying to remember what the Gundam was called. Jesus Christ! All right, what is it, let's the talk devil? to the guest. Is he the devil? <laughs> let's devil talk Gundam. to the guest. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk now, to Spencer. Him. You live under martial law. Um, oh, we all do. Exactly. And uh, that always reminds me of it a show I watched. Eminem is in charge. Eminem is the president. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, I was just going to make up. that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to make right, that joke. That's right. That's uh, right. First across the line. Uh, uh, God. Shady Records was 30 seconds Se- from a great joke. <laughs> uh, Sorry, Spencer. You know, <laughs> What's you know up? what else takes place under martial law? The world of G Gundam. Spencer, when did you get into G Gundam? Oh, I think it was on like Toonami or something. It was on Cartoon Network at some point, the, the, the dubs. And I watched it and I was like, holy shit, this is the craziest Gundam I've ever seen in my life. It blew my mind. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Since then, I've thought about it. It's, uh, it's been somewhat of a source of inspiration for me. But um, it's, just, it's just occupied this sly on my mind. Like, it's so crazy when the thing goes over them and then they got spandex on or whatever the fuck. Like, the yeah, slime. Just, like, yeah, there's so much strange uh, like specifics about this one. Um, so I was just going back to rewatch it because I was talking to someone about it and he was like, isn't that one crazy problematic? And I was like, yeah, so is everything in the past. Like, that's how it works. That's how the past works. That's how progress works. So I, I wanted to check it out and see if it held up. And so far, it mostly has. It for sure I holds mean, up in all the ways you want it to hold up, right. <laughs> which is a gun to wearing a sombrero with dueling pistols for some reason. I also feel like it's the duty of most anime in general to be a problematic fave at best. Case. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. There's not a lot of... There's not a lot of progressive politics in a, yeah. a a medium that you know deals heavily in giant titties. <laughs> <laughs> titties are the canvas. I love the end of Evangelion, but not for that reason. <laughs> oh my god! I actually I recommended Evangelion when it came on Netflix a few months ago. I don't think we ever talked about this, but I tried to like sell it to one of my one of my like normie friends from high school mm-hmm. who I play video games with and he doesn't watch anime. And right. I was like, yeah, you'll like it. It's like, it's like, you know, like a big robot show, but it's like smart, you know, there's like a lot of good stuff. And he watched like three episodes and he's like, they're really trying to fuck these teenage girls in this. <laughs> I mean, he's not like, yeah, that's all of them. That's all. Just keep wrong. watching. Just keep watching. Yeah. They keep trying every episode. <laughs> what, do, what do you think is like the right red pill anime like what's the one that you can actually like radicalize somebody with radicalize into watching it more into weebdom yeah (laughs) the radical art of weebdom um we can all take a guess at this i would say i have not seen it in a long time is roroni kenshin as that guy's a pedophile right yeah is he yeah Yeah. i made roroni kenshin as a pedophile but is the show indicative of that well, it's hard to watch any medium created by a pedophile and not wonder <laughs> if everything is symbolic in some way. <laughs> in a way, murder is pedophilia. 
Wow. If you think about it. Wow. <laughs> okay, so my first guess was wrong. I'm yeah, sorry. Okay, Spencer, you got you got a guess. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I my first thought is Eureka Seven, which is like another Gundam mm. anime, but there's just a lot to it. Like it's like there's it's like a crazy world. There's kind of accessible stuff, and it just goes it, like it's really long, but it's yeah. like. It, but it also doesn't it's fan servicey but i don't think it's like as fan servicey as like say gurren lagan or something you know so like i don't know i i i gotta rewatch that too actually you know i amend my uh pick actually i think the obvious answer is dragon ball which is why it's the biggest oh, one <laughs> <laughs> i think less... it's too stupid for like adults yeah oh yeah wait that's a good point I, I that's a hard sell if 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 my man not already on edible that can't like make an adult watch yeah. Dragon Ball, it's a hard sell. Uh, I think I think the obvious answer is Cowboy Bebop. I feel like yeah, that's Cowboy like Bebop the, is the it's like the a real thinking man's anime. Yeah. I think it's just you like, like jazz. <laughs> you know, anime's like jazz. It's about the problematic images you don't see. Oh, great, guys. We have a citywide curfew in effect for NYC. Did you guys get, just get that emergency alert? Oh, there must be some... Uh, seven. That, got really? a, that got announced uh, this morning. Oh, yeah, I just got an emergency alert about it, though. Cuomo. Wow, yeah, there, must be a, well, you, there must be a Gundam yeah, out a there. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> um, I, my, Let's talk about Gundam, everybody. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Mine is um, Death Note. I think Death Note's yeah, Death a good... Note. That's oh, pretty yeah. insightful, Jeremy. <laughs> I think. <laughs> you know, some would say the NYPD has a death note. Yes, they have a death okay. Note. <laughs> what if when, okay, when they have to process paperwork, they write your name in the death note, and that's like how that works. There you go. Yeah, all right. There you yeah. go. So was G Gundam the first? Cool. It wasn't the first Gundam you saw, right? No, I think Gundam Wing was the first one because um, that was all that was that had to be like one of the first ones that ever aired on like Toonami or Cartoon Network or whatever the hell was anime was airing. On yeah, um, um, a lot of people watch G Gundam and they, uh, in our experience, react very hostile in nature to the fact that there are no levers and buttons in the Gundam. But you seem to enjoy the fact that they it's a it's someone covered in goo. Um, just fighting in in a room on their own. Give me the goo, I said. But <laughs> Give me more of the goo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, goo, this, the goo, concept goo. of a giant robot is so absurd in the first place. You know, it's like, right. why bother? So, like, if you're not gonna like actually live up to a world where that's the that's the standard of warfare or whatever the hell, like, it, it just seems kind of silly that you're not. Pay, pay, taking that into account you know and g gundam felt like that it's like this is all crazy right like that's just what it is there's like uh the world wrestling federation like laser belts around the planet you know it's like it's <laughs> yeah. awesome why would we draw the line at goo really <laughs> sure let's go <laughs> all the way the thing for me and it and it comes up in this episode particularly and we'll get to it in a little bit but um there's like this element of uh sometimes it doesn't make sense that it's a giant robot because, like, for example, right now in the show, Domon is training to get better at doing the super mode. And you're like, well, if it's a giant robot, uh, wouldn't the super mode just be a button in the robot? Right. It's a function yeah, turns on super mode. Somebody <laughs> made the super mode. About G Gundam is there's not enough robots and too much me being confused as to what the plot is. Because, like, if your whole thing is, like, 
these robots dress up funny like it's like a, a small world after all but with robots i'm like i want to see every kind of robot costume and instead yeah. like how about have some like fucking uh roadhouse shit where he's just doing meditative dances in front of a waterfall and i'm like i'm good i think i yeah. can pass you know what's missing mm-hmm. is an opening ceremony I think that would have done a lot of good for this show is if the the first episode was the opening ceremony of this round of the Gundam games. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're not saying for every fight. Cause no, could no, no, you no, imagine no. Mean, how long this show would be if everybody wanted to do a fight to be like, we have to do the ceremony first. <laughs> no, I mean like one opening ceremony where we get a nice camera pan across all the Gundams of all the countries and somebody being like, we're here at the Gundam games where we're determining who gets to be the president of outer space. Here comes and, the uh, Gundam bringing the Gundam torch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have a parade. <laughs> Neo flame lights the torch. <laughs> One of the Gundams just is a torch. Mm-hmm. There's all, really no limit to the possibilities. And they really underline that with the villain of the show, the dark Gundam, who to remind any new listeners is, um, it's like a snake in the middle, and <laughs> it's a human on top, and then the bottom is sometimes a dinosaur. Yeah, just like a giant Akira mass. <laughs> and it shifts, and also it makes new ones. <laughs> and it can make more of itself, you know, like a Gundam. Yeah. Like a Gundam does. Yeah, it's crazy. The supernatural element of this show is so just like, yeah, that's the world. Sometimes crests appear on your hand. It's crazy. it's a robot but it's also magic uh i like that there's skeletons too a lot of people focus on skeleton yeah the skeletons really it's like hello there's a mummy episode there's skeletons we're having fun it's a fun show for once i still i have mummy gundam has haunted me no katie we can't talk about him now so much that my partner will still just like come up to me and be like mummy Gundam because I drove him so crazy <laughs> screaming mummy Gundam during mummy did, Gundam episode. I did not mean to trigger you by even mentioning the mummy Gundam. That I, was not what this love was about. Mummy Gundam! The mummy no, Gundam! That's there not was what a this mummy is about. There should be a Dracula of the mummy Gundam. Gundam. Well, there are many options. There are many great options, but it, it kind of does them all. Um... One note I, I wonder about a lot is if they intentionally made the voice acting worse on this show on purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, like, for example, in this episode, uh, so Domon, the fighter from Neo Japan, is training his super mode. But I don't know. I, I assume the director has given the guy who plays Domon a note that anytime he says super mode, it comes out, my super mode, regardless of sentence or context. Wait, so are you listening to the dubs or are you watching the dubs? I couldn't find the dubs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I sent you a we're, link. Oh, we're an exclusively mean, dubs podcast, yeah. This yeah, is we, when I watched it. I, like, I, I would have understood a lot better what was happening if I could watch the dubs because, I, yeah. you know, you have to read the subtitles when you're, when you're watching it. And I was Exactly. Not, and you want to play video games sometimes while you're Most watching Most of the this. time, yeah. 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 This is also, why I'm trying to learn Japanese. I feel like the dub adds an uh, element of like this show doesn't make fucking sense, right? But at least the dub <laughs> is entertaining in how bad it is. Mm. I do feel like the Easily voice actors on this. Funny I feel like the, the voice actors on this were like having a having a lark, you know? What I mean? Yeah, <laughs> they're having a. Re- it was a real loose office. But nobody. Like the- 
nobody lets them do accents. all over again. No, nobody does any accents. That's where they draw the line. <laughs> that would be offensive. <laughs> <laughs> On this okay. show about a, a guy with a harem and a Mexican Gundam with a sombrero and shit. Right. And uh, Neo Kenya is holding a spear, but nobody <laughs> sounds different. Nobody does a British accent. No, We're I don't care that his name dudes. is Charming Blakely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, I would fucking kill for a British accent on this, too. I think that would really take us to the next level. Really would, yeah. But alas, do you think... I mean, there's no way we would know. And Spencer, you watched this all in Japanese, but they were doing accents in the Japanese one? Uh, no, like, uh, Chibity has, like, he, he tosses a lot of just, like, uh, uh like, Amer- like, American English in there. Like, he says, like, oh, damn, or, like, oh, no, or something. But other than that, it, it doesn't seem very, uh, you know, they all just seem kind of like classic anime character archetypes in terms of accents and voice. Hmm. Is it ever, like, as good as the Joseph Joestar holy shit kind of moment? <laughs> It's not anywhere near as good, but it kind of like it kind of approaches that where it's like, oh damn, like this is this is awesome, but it never reaches those heights. Huh. I feel like I'd never notice that sort of thing. Like I never realize when they're throwing in like little English phrases because my brain just kind of Your like is- when I hear Japanese, my brain's like, oh, you're hearing Japanese. Just read the subtitles, mm-hmm. and I just tune it right out. <laughs> you're just too open-minded to even notice. It's just yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't see language, actually. I'm, I'm language blind. <laughs> I, I think all languages are beautiful. <laughs> I do see language. I just see the words leaving someone's mouth. And it's Yeah, that's disturbing. synesthesia. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of talented yeah. artists have that. I don't even see language anymore. I just see blonde, brunette, redhead. <laughs> <sighs> that's what happens if you spend enough time on the subs, my man. <laughs> my japanese by the way i'm on i'm on course number three of a oh, like, yeah. online class do you have a phrase do you have a phrase you want to tell us i actually do should we do the segment yeah let's do the segment Kokoro, so does alex speaks japanese today Go, alex. all right welcome back to alex speaks japanese we're here for another <laughs> another phrase of the week <laughs> Well, yeah, I know. I Alyssa's like feeding everybody. me phrases on the side here. <laughs> I would Alyssa, like get to out of here. Everybody that Alex, what his voice sounds like, is saying this sincerely. I'm trying to learn about the world. Now, I've gotten to a very exciting part of uh, 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 learning basic languages where they're doing sentences that are like six words long. Well, I'm at like the, I would like to go to the library with you. Oh. Okay phase of the course so the way they're the 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 sentences they're choosing to teach me and this is not my fault are very sephiroth-esque at this moment in time (laughs) (laughs) like there's a lot of ominous listing happening in a deep voice that i repeat alone in a room in my house and uh the phrase of the week this week ruminate on your missing wing (laughs) would you prefer coffee or tea And this is something, this is the way a waiter might say it to you at a very fancy restaurant. Okay. And that is, uh, Kohito Ochato. Dochira no hoga i desu Again, this is sincerely spoken. That's just what Alex sounds like. It's just what he sounds like. 
I maintain this is not uh, uh, my problem. I think this is how you sound learning any basic language. But I've been doing this for hours, and I'll, like, watch a show, and I can't understand anything. Mm. Not even the basic stuff. Because the way they teach you how to speak it, and I don't know if this is Japanese even more than English, is, like, if you were invited to a fancy business meeting. Yes. Well, they do that in every language. They insist on teaching you like a very uh, formal version of it where when you speak it to anybody, they laugh in your face. But you'd say something like, uh, like something too formal and fan- like you'd say like hitherto or something like that. <laughs> it would please me to have a beer. <laughs> 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 so then we're at that point. I just wanted to share that. I was, I was, it was probably the high point of my week. It's been a great week for hey, G-Gundam. pretty good. Thanks, man. <laughs> Nobody thought I could do it. Oh, definitely not. I thought you would have given up by now. I for sure <laughs> thought you were going to quit. Yeah, me too. I mean, I am. Uh, it's surprised what you could commit to when you have literally nothing else to do. Not only can I commit to it, it's the only part of the day I look forward to. Because <laughs> <laughs> every day. The helicopter for swarming your house shining the light in help you like reflect more on your studies yeah when i hear the the sounds of battle outside i just say in my head oh no mi mono wa what would you like to drink (laughs) (laughs) and that's kind of what gets me through it but yeah it does like if you pick i guess if you're listening and you're like really don't know what to do with yourself in the quarantine pick like learning a little thing every day because even when you feel like shit you still know slightly more than you did the day before what are you using to learn a language because i feel like i feel now compelled to try and do that that sounds great um i'm using pimsler which is like what the fbi uses and my friend stole me so you know it's good (laughs) you know it's that good shit (laughs) um uh so my friend stole me the first class and then I bought the other classes. But mm. uh, if it, if they had it on Duolingo, I would do Duolingo. I want to make that little parrot happy. Dude, what yeah. if they're like, what if you're not really learning Japanese and they're actually just brainwashing you to fucking assassinate Shinzo Abe? No, dude, I know Japanese. What if I say so nay and you just go all like Maturian candidate <laughs> <laughs> You just buy a plane ticket to Japan to kill Shinzo Abe. Do you know how much Japanese I'd have to speak to successfully assassinate Shinzo Abe? <laughs> I'd have to have mastered the course. <laughs> well, that's a relief. Yeah. Rest easy, also, Shinzo, for one day. <laughs> I love the idea of any, like, fucking white podcaster trying to assassinate the prime minister of japan because you stick out a lot anywhere over there it's not close (laughs) i still remember last year i visited and then like i already looked like a freak just because i had a hat with colors on it what i had a hat like i have a hat that's like a tie-dye hat and people treated me like like a lunatic well, I think it's more because you're nine feet tall, Alex. That's not why. It was my freak hat. <laughs> <laughs> they won't let me see any of the Gundams because of the way I choose to wear it. <laughs> all right. Well, we've all learned something here today. And yeah, uh, I look forward to learning more with you moving forward. That said, who's ready to recap Mobile Fighter G Gundam episode Ooh, 18? I am. I am. All right. Play the song. Yeah. 
put in the song. <laughs> now, the title of this episode is Steal the Secrets, Scheme of the Beautiful Warriors. <laughs> I, I like how they're establishing that every Gundam pilot just has like a harem of codependent ladies. Yeah, or at least one. At yeah, well, everybody's got at lady. least one like oddly subservient woman in their in their pack. But then Chibity, being the fucking alpha Chad American that he is, has this pack of five women in matching uh, like pink tuxedos. <laughs> Yo, I will say this: I, I hate this show, but Chibity Crockett can get it. Yeah, Chibity hey. Chibity is yeah. a fucking yeah. hunk. First of all, my man peacocking, okay? Mm-hmm. He is not afraid of some flair. And that, he's got that New York swag that I can't help but be attracted to. And he's helping the youth. <laughs> You've got that by New fucking York them swag. For <laughs> all right. But that's just like- America, you know? He's just being American, you know, blue yeah. hair, pink uh, splash. What do you call it? I don't know. Yeah, there's a yeah, pink. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. Pink he bangs. has like tie dye, like bell bottom somehow. Uh-huh. If your hair goes all the way jacket. up, if your hair goes up like a foot and the top is pink, is that a bang? What is that? I, uh, it's definitely a bang adjacent. Is it a tip? You know, I once took a ride on the bang bus, but instead of cutting my hair, I just got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Katie, we do appreciate your wit. Oh, God. You guys, I'm so funny. Love it. Where's my saxophone? I'll drop it in. Just to get the audience up here on what the fuck is happening in G Gundam, if this is your first episode listening, um, G Gundam has fighters from around the world in giant mobile suits they control by fighting inside of a hollow room where they are covered in goo each nation (laughs) against the next as a replacement for war and also Also, like elections yeah this is just this is how you decide things the goo seems to be painful oh yeah and they never explain it yeah everyone seems yeah they're like writhing around in pain as the goo Except Chibity. Chibity has no problem getting into the goo. USA, baby, number one. They have the most clear, like, alpha or uh, Chad Virgin dynamic of any show I've ever seen. Yeah. (laughs) Domon has, like, really mastered the entire archetype of incel decades before it was a thing. (laughs) Because he's screaming all the time, and, like, it's not ever, like, text on the show but clearly hates women <laughs> he hates women so much but the show hates women especially in this episode <laughs> especially in this episode so what you need to know is domon uh kind of looks like ash ketchum but older he has fingerless gloves and a cape <laughs> and uh tall anime goku hair and uh his rival is from neo america which is like it's like it's like america really yeah. what do you gotta know it's newer that's important it, yeah, he's true, from yeah. Neo, New York. He's from the Futurama, New York. I didn't know he was from New York. Yeah, uh-huh. Well, I at he one was, like, point, his Gundam, his Gundam comes out of the Statue of Liberty the first time. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he hides it. And you gotta well, wonder, every, why put it in there? 
That's why Jimmy Crockett's so funny because he's supposed to be from New York and he's like a weird patchwork of like Midwest and Southern. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. a fucking uh, a toothpick in his mouth at all times. But also like a cowboy jacket. Yeah, yeah he's it's a cool. Lot of things at once. And he's like a famous boxer, and it's really awesome because when uh, Domon first meets him, who he Domon, who is not a boxer at all and has never been seen boxing pretty much ever, mm. he he just enters the ring and just completely beats his ass. It's like <laughs> it's really presumptuous. Yeah, he's like one of those guys who's like, uh, yeah, try that fucking karate shit on me, dude. <laughs> I just I was fucking in the fight Israeli regular. army, dude. <laughs> you don't have I'm the drugs. That karate shit's not gonna mean a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude he's mastered it because he's the uh he's a pupil of the undefeated of the east that's how you get that title yeah right <laughs> ultimate like ufc versus boxing type guy thing going on with domon um so as of the last episode that we watched of the hit show g gundam all of the different fighters went their separate ways ignoring the call to action to fight the dark gundam which if you can't tell by the name and description from earlier is a bad Gundam. <laughs> it's arguably the only bad Gundam. Yeah. It's like it um, how the body people... of a snake. That's how you know it's bad. Yeah, it's it's kind of like how people say pit bulls aren't bad and that just the owners are bad, but then like why is this one type of dog the bad type of dog? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh, Alex. No, no. No. This is what we all think every week of the Dark Gundam. I think poodles are the bad dog. It's like a yes. weird take, but I've never seen a poodle that was good. It's true. I, Yo. And they smell. No, my mom has a, a standard poodle, and that guy's a straight up asshole. Like yeah, the man. biggest dick I've ever met. Dumbass <laughs> poodle. I feel like a lot of people in Boston had bulldogs, and those those were never any good. I don't like the look of them. Yeah. I don't like anything about them. I'll tell you what I also don't like. Fucking Golden Retriever. That is a Protestant dog. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Just all dogs. Fuck <laughs> off for a minute. No! <laughs> we'll have a this, is this is how we finally get canceled. I'm ready. I'm yeah, we're coming ready. out against Stay all down. dogs. <laughs> this we're is a cat show. We like cats. All dogs. We'll no, have a I don't like approval them list for dogs. What about like Shiba Inus? Those seem soft, although I hear they're they're actually mean. They're I think very they're just mean. Dumb. They're probably mean because their brain is very small. You know. <laughs> yeah. A lot of these, these breeds have like the inbreeding problem that people would get too if you did this to them, which is like over the generations we've made it so your nose was sunken into the back of your head where your brain yeah. should be. Really just Habsburging <laughs> all of these fucking breeds. <laughs> so I guess, but they just look so nice. I would put them on my list anyway. And then maybe Balto, because I've seen him do some great stuff. Great right. stuff coming out of you, Balto. Any more <laughs> dogs to add to our list before we move on? Um, I'll, I'll hmm. on the dog list while you talk about the show that washes over me like a fever dream. Yeah. Snowman? Okay. Is that a no, dog? No, snowman is not a type of dog. That's actually it's a it's a snow creature made. It's by more children. of like a statue. It's like a makeshift statue. Hmm. I gotta go yeah. back to the the source. Pull up snowman if you're listening. <laughs> Just Google snowman. You won't regret it. <laughs> when you say that, 
uh, when I, I used to live in Portland, you would see people spray paint on the sidewalk, Google chemtrails. And that's what <laughs> I'm imagining now. So I'm being like, Google snowman. You'll see what I'm talking about. Jack Frost, he's top. your dad. And he's <laughs> a snowman. Goes all the way to the top. The top hat. <laughs> Dude, I bet if there's still a world in like 30 years, uh, like 9-11 will be far enough in people's memory, like back in people's memory that like, young people will spray paint like Google 9-11 the way that you would like do like Google like the Tuskegee experiment. Right. <laughs> Google MK Ultra. <laughs> All right, and then one of them will be Google Snowman. Okay. Yep. But Gundam We're back. Though. Let's, let's right. discuss the plot of Mo- Mobile Fighter G Gundam episode 18. So the first thing you have to know is that Domon has a, a, a runaway to the island where he learned karate. And he announces to the camera and his girlfriend, who he hates, Rain. You'll get to know her soon. Um, I'm here to train my super mode. And then he jumps into a waterfall. Yeah. That's kind of how the show hooks you. That's the start. (laughs) It's hard to deny that uh, in a Gundam fight, nothing is more important than being able to dive into bodies of water. He spends so much time trying to do it. Yeah, it must be a yeah. bigger. I think it has something to do with like how the suit is kind of made out of water because mm. it comes from the goo in the ceiling. Right. Well, I was gonna say too, like the the Gundams are always hidden underwater, so maybe part of this is like he's training to hide his Gundam good. Right. Like they won't send you to space if you haven't received underwater training. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a thing that may or may not be true. Anyway. Mm. Uh, this episode, so every episode of Gundam that starts, they'll like hook you with a thing. And then the announcer character comes out. Um, the announcer is a man with a perm and an eye patch and like a red coat. And he just kind of gives you the tea about what's about to happen. And he's like, Domon's on our island and he's training. And soon he'll run into Chibity, who's a bad guy this time for some reason. I don't know. Find out now. And then he'll pull off his eye patch, revealing he's had an eye the whole time. Showman. He loves to give the kids a reveal. Here's a theory. Uh, What if the German Gundam guy is the announcer? No. Okay, what so if? we don't we don't know. What if that's the twist? Oh, they that are implying so like we should know. Yeah, that's that's what I didn't get when I watched this is he's he's like he's so familiar. And it's like there's been three characters. Is he one of them? Like <laughs> who is? Like there's no there's no way the audience can know. Everyone is accounted for. Who could right. it be? We just <laughs> saw everyone. That's why this is a bad show, because they just like they just are like, yeah, they'll figure it out. And you're like, no, no one will figure it out because you literally have laid no groundwork. That's why this whole thing feels like I'm waking up from a nightmare. <laughs> well, you're saying yeah, that, but sure. it also builds on the surprise when it does happen, doesn't it, Katie? Yeah, like how they keep calling him the king of hearts and they're like, yeah, as in cards. Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> right, they took 14 episodes to explain to us what, what that was about. But I, when it happened, laughed a lot. So that's pretty valuable. But they still don't even like really explain it. It's just like, yeah, this is a thing that happens. You could get a thing on your hand and then your magic sometimes. Right, you're from <laughs> the ancient order of other guys with the thing on their hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We and all so went down to Cancun on spring break and got playing cards handed on our hands. We'll always remember this weekend, bro. <laughs> I'll always um, remember you, Black Joker. Let's- <laughs> 
Let's get into this, though, because I really want to talk about this fucking harem of ladies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, as you may or may not remember about Chibity, as it doesn't come up that often, he has five girlfriends slash employees who wear matching pink tuxedos and work for him. <laughs> and uh, the the episode opens after the announcer where he is fighting a nasty Gundam on London Bridge or something. No, he's on the Brook. It's the Brooklyn Bridge. He's in New York. Is a welcome to New York, pal. <laughs> Gonna smash your face in. Yeah, try and fight our Gundam on our bridge. Good luck. <laughs> See how that goes. Get past our five beauties to do it. Go Mets. That's what Go I call Mets. my fingers. My five beauties, and I punch you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so he is just having a standard run of the mill Gundam fight match. Ready, go. <laughs> it's by the books, okay? Uh, he's uh, uh, shooting at a guy, and then uh, it cuts to inside his cockpit, and for some reason, Chibity thinks he's been covered in dark Gundam cells. I believe this is due to PTSD from the terrible dark Gundam events of the last three episodes. <laughs> if you know someone with Gundam PTSD, call a Gundam or official. Uh, yeah, PTSD Gundam. PTSD Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> who's shaped like a nightmare. <laughs> he, 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 he has a flashback of having a dark Gundam and it makes him go berserk. So right away, even though he's a boxing thing Gundam, he pulls out a gun and blows the guy's arms off. <laughs> and that destroys the Brooklyn Bridge. And when the Brooklyn Bridge is destroyed, he lands on the Gundam with no arms and starts punching it over and over again, like that scene in Fight Club when he goes too far. Yeah, yeah, he's just like yeah. fucking smashing the thing's face. Do we know what Gundam he was fighting? It doesn't. They have large scimitars, so maybe like Saudi Arabia or something. Mm. Just some poor fuck (laughs) who came into Brooklyn on the wrong day. (laughs) He was just trying to deliver someone's Grubhub order. He was just trying to destroy something beautiful. What I love about this scene so much, too, is they have... So Chibity's beating the shit out of him, and the, his girlfriends are like, Chibity, no! You're killing him! And it cuts back. It's just a Gundam. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just, yeah. he's punching the, the head. He's punching the head of the robot, which is decidedly not where the person is. Yes. Uh-huh. The, <laughs> the person is in, in the, the chest. Yeah. <laughs> so absolutely nothing to, to worry about up. here. Nothing will happen. <laughs> It also seems if you rip the head off, like the Gundam stops working, which is like, why? What is what is the head doing? Oh, good question. It's actually part of the mobile fighter G Gundam rules uh, that the, the fight ends when the head is destroyed. Oh. Yeah, mobile fight regulations. This yeah, is actually mo- the Gundam series where it makes the most sense that the Gundam would stop with no head because it's <laughs> ornamental. And the other right. shows when the head blows off and the Gundam stops, I don't know what that is. That's just, it doesn't have the cameras anymore. <laughs> yeah. Which that's actually a big part of the original Gundam. Hey, check out Gundam while you're here. <laughs> There's a just Gundam? Uh, the original one, I think it's RX-78 because it's made in 1978. And the RX stands for real description. cool xylophone. <laughs> yeah, real cool xylophone. <laughs> Why not both? Why not both? So Jibbity can't believe he's gone this far and he cries out to the heavens, God, Why? And uh, we cut to his harem, who is on the side of the river, watching it with concern. And they're like, Bunny, did you see that? He went too far, Trish. (laughs) I I love their 
her names. It was like Bunny. I don't remember the other ones, but Kath and Bunny. I'm like, yeah, right. Where is their TV show? <laughs> yeah, Kath and Bunny should have their own uh, uh, duo kind of sitcom. But don't forget about Trish because she is in the mix. <laughs> yeah, she's like the she's like that's the redhead, right? She's like real dom dominant. Yeah, she's like she's like the leader of the troop. But we'll f- find out more about them soon. But they are kind of talking about themselves, about Chibity, when all of a sudden this wise old hobo on the side of the road overhears them. And he says, uh, he says, hey, you trying to help Chibity Crockett? Listen up. Maybe he needs to have an incredible Gundam fight match to return to his shining star. <laughs> yeah, this, this like, Looney, well, not Looney Tunes, this, like, rom-com, it's like a, it's like a Gundam rom-com episode. We're like, let's get in some hijinks to give Chibity his groove back in the yeah. jungle. <laughs> yeah, I think they say, like, the Gundam can't work because his spirit has been broken or something. <laughs> He's lost the glint in his eye. They took this, uh, this is a deleted scene from the Jimmy Fallon vehicle fever pitch. <laughs> yeah, and again, for those unfamiliar with a Gundam, a Gundam is a giant robot. It does not need your spirit to be working. <laughs> it has, uh, you know, electricity and probably like some sort of a fossil fuel inside of it. Yeah. Well, you'd think so, except actually it does every time. And so the girls are like, I think we should do it. And he's like, good, I'll go off and mind my own business. And he goes around a corner and rips off his own face surprise. It's Neo Germany's Schwartz Bruder. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah, under the hobo face, he has a mask on. Like, just. <laughs> that's to uh, disguise his face so you don't know who it is. Man, that's like, you know, when I was 19, I was perform at Irving Plaza and she got on stage wearing hot pink spandex shorts and she took them off to reveal another pair of hot pink shorts and continued to do that with five different pairs of hot pink spandex shorts and it's just like every time you think it's the last pair of spandex shorts there's another pair it seems unnecessary and that's kind of what schwartz bruder is doing here yes sorry layers on layers i'm uh, yeah, I'm saying he's complicated. <laughs> That's show business. He's like an onion. He's like an onion. <laughs> he's like an onion, yes. Ogres are like Gundams. <laughs> <laughs> you need strong spirit for an ogre to work. <laughs> okay, so now we get a very fun scene where Chibity comes back to his hotel like blackout drunk, which I didn't think you would include in a children's show, but let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Why not? Right? I... I love that. This is the first time I enjoyed this show. I'm like, look at this guy. He's drunk as hell. And okay. he lives with five beautiful women. I'm like, where is this going, huh? Which of my ladies will <laughs> fetch me my glass of water? Uh, so he goes back to his hotel. His hotel is locked. So he punches the door in. <laughs> Which I guess, So just to like speed this up a little bit, they left him a note and he's supposed to read the note. Uh, so they must have known that like, oh, he won't be able to get in, but he'll punch the door in. 
(laughs) (laughs) That's how he gets indoors sometimes. Yeah. And the note says like, since you obviously can't win, which is like just such a weird, like, it's like all they do is support him. They've like left their past lives so they could just be extensions of his like ego. And then they're like, you're a fucking loser. Everybody knows it. You know it. We're leaving. (laughs) This isn't a bait. It's real. Yeah, so the the note is challenging him to come find Domon on whatever the name of the island is that Domon's yeah, on. <laughs> and they're saying that they're going to defeat him without uh, uh, Chibity there. And I don't know how they would do that as they do not appear to have a Gundam of any kind, but they're going to go do it. Yeah, well, they might have one gun. They do have a gun. They could just kill him. <laughs> <laughs> That's not seem like, to occur to them at all. <laughs> It's one of the Gundam fight rules is you could just shoot a dude. Uh, also, <laughs> my favorite part of this letter is so it says like three sentences being like, you're a coward and we've gone to fight without you, but also you are invited if you would like to join. <laughs> uh, oh, man. There is a... Uh, never mind. You guys keep going. I'll, tell I'll take your word for it, Katie. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. It's probably very funny. I'll clean it up real nice in uh, post, Katie. I got an email from a comic that you two are friends with who does not like me very much like that once. Oh, good fun. Uh, (laughs) Oh, I know who we're talking about. We'll cut cut it all out. Now you gotta leave it in. (laughs) Cut it all out in post. Okay. All right, so let's cut back to Domon, who is training on this island. We've been waiting to see what he's doing on this island. Domon is running and kind of swinging his sword at the air. Yes. He's trying to cut a tree. He's trying to cut a tree, but I mean, he's spending a lot of time just like running and then slashing continuously in a long path. And then he'll jump into a waterfall and then be like, fuck, I did it wrong. It just kept, uh, you guys seen, uh, was that roadhouse with Patrick Swayze? Uh-huh. And there's that whole scene where he's like, doing tai chi with his shirt off by the river it reminded me of that except like if his spazzy younger brother was doing it they've recreated the scene with patrick swayze if he'd never touched a woman (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of what we're looking at here so rain by the way is wait his girlfriend is waiting at the base of the waterfall and is like i also don't know what is happening she's so bored she's just like i don't know why he's jumping into the waterfall why is this going to help him press the super mode button (laughs) (laughs) very unclear (laughs) this waterfall didn't help my super mode (laughs) and so she's like she she's going back to work on the shining gundam or whatever because she's also an engineer and a doctor by the way, minor character, not important. Yeah, that's another weird thing about this show is it's like kind of implied that one person can fix and maintain an entire Gundam without like a giant lifting machine or whatever. You know, yeah. it's just like you could just reattach an arm by yourself. Yeah, you're mixing us. You're missing a sprocket. <laughs> I know what you need. You need a. Yeah. You need a sprocket. It's so insane that this is the one that comes right before Gundam Wing because, like, the thing that I remember in Gundam Wing so much is that, like, logistics played a huge role in it, right? right? Like, that you'd see Troa with, like, a truck with, like, a big flatbed with his Gundam on the back of it and he'd have to, like, drive it to the place he's going. (laughs) Yeah, and they have huge facilities and stuff with all these, like, mech arms to fix them or do stuff with them. 
Yeah, I think this one it's just like he's in the Statue of Liberty and it cracks like an egg and he jumps out. (laughs) They get the feedback from this season and are like, yeah, the fans like logistics. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it turns out the people who love building little models (laughs) and collecting them and painting them all detailed, it turns out those people really love logistics. (laughs) They don't like when the Shining Gundam is the Statue of Liberty for some reason. (laughs) <laughs> that makes everyone mad. <laughs> uh, so uh, Rain is going back to work on her thing, and we cut back to the harem of girls, and they're remembering their troubled youth in oh New God. York City as okay. a girl gang. <laughs> this is like this is the best part because yeah, they they have this whole little backstory where they're like. So we're all from New York City, right? And they're like, yes, we are. Just like just like Chibity, we're all from New York. They're like telling each other the story of their origin. Yeah, I know. I'm from New York. I love that they were, they're supposed to be just, it's like a girl gang that's like robbing people in stylish streetwear. And I'm like, where's this show? I much would rather be watching this at this point. <laughs> yeah. Where they're like, you remember how we were up to no good, just robbing people to get by every day, scrapping for a nickel, knocking over the cigarette stands. <laughs> no, it wasn't easy, but it was vague. And so we did it. <laughs> and then they, they sneak onto like a space shuttle and they go up into space base and they meet Chibity Crockett and like maybe it's just because I'm watching the the Jeffrey Epstein documentary series but it really feels like Chibity is like grooming them from the start well it makes no sense why he hires them no he just sees five beautiful women and he's like look at you five beautiful young women why don't you come work for me in my space Gundam station you ever take care of a boxing mobile suit before? <laughs> I'd love hey, to introduce you to my friend, Spaceless Wexner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I also, I just really like their outfits when they went into the past. They're like, yeah, you remember the space 80s? I don't. I don't know what it looked like. Uh, so, yeah, they have this wonderful, vague cast uh, past of crime, and then Chibity hires them, and that inspires them to go and bust up the shining gundam so they sneak onto the shining gundam all five of them and they're like up in the guts of it doing stuff yeah they're they have a floppy disk and they're pulling all the the gundam code <laughs> yeah they put all the gundam code on a floppy disk so they can have it later <laughs> <laughs> what does the code do i don't know <laughs> yeah they call it like combat data or something and it's something that comes back in the series like it's real combat data is apparently really important for for no reason in particular uh, it's probably huge. like like it's like moneyball they're like trying to <laughs> they're trying to gather all the stats so that uh chibity can better fight later with a stronger analysis of his opponents yeah chibity seems like he does a lot of analysis <laughs> he's one of those kinds of gundam <laughs> fighters so they want it all on their floppy disk and then rain pulls up and is like hey aren't you like the harem of american women that follows chibity crockett around and then they they pull a fucking gun on her right away man justice for rain she's like oh women i have something in common with An abusive boyfriend following these monster robots oh you have a okay you're pointing a gun at me okay oh, you're, you're gonna kill I me with a gun you're is. saying and they're like okay. we'll kill you with a gun and she's like you know what that makes sense this is how i see my life going you know i was in college once i had a boyfriend you remember him okay. <laughs> this is how internalized misogyny manifests she says before one of the other ones throws a flashbang at her and they all run away 
and then Rain, for some, so they're all running away from her. They have the flat floppy disk with all of the Gundam secrets on it. And then Rain chases them, despite the fact that they have guns and she doesn't yeah. have any. <laughs> <laughs> and none of these women are like, hey, we could just turn around and, I don't know, shoot her maybe. <laughs> we better just run fast. Quickly. Very fast because she's waterfall. fast too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll cut back to them soon. Um, in the meantime, Chibity has spotted Domon training, which mostly looks like he like turns into a ball of water. <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes out of the water ball and it's like him doing a kick and he does yeah. that two or three times. Well, you know how like Sonic the Hedgehog, when he does his spin before he unleashes, he just turns into kind of a blue ball. It's kind of like that, but like skin color. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's gross. <laughs> and so Chippity sees Domon doing that and he's like, this is inspiring for me. Yeah, he's like, oh, here's what he's doing by spinning and kicking. He's clearly thinking about the Dark Gundam. Yeah, he's thinking about the Dark Gundam. I can tell from how he turned into how a flesh-colored ball. Yeah. <laughs> I like how this would make a great music video if you like slowed it down and like, I don't know feel like if you played uh, send me an angel over it it'd line up perfectly (laughs) that's a great idea yeah i'm like Um, a real you know i just have a mind of a producer you know what i'm saying i'm just like a young creative making it work i'm just filled with ideas and that's why i'm (laughs) the star favorite of ball and out super (laughs) that is why that's why you're the star and you're the favorite of ball and out super because you have the mind yeah, and you're the homosexual supporting cast. That's right. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I love my wife. I'm gay with my wife. <laughs> um, now, if if everything is okay with you, I'd like to return to the plot of Mobile Fighter G Gundam. I mean, where, mm-hmm. you didn't ask how I like to be asked, but I'll allow it. Katie, is it okay? Yes. Great. Okay, so Schwartz Bruder's watching this whole thing, and he's laughing to himself about it because he snuck onto this island, and uh, he's wearing a German flag for a mask, and he goes, ha-ha! Well, well, I wrote this down. The lion cub sharpens its claws, (laughs) (laughs) ha-ha. And then he says, ha-ha, the sparks of the fighting lions ignite the stove. And so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's important to call that out because the viewer might not know that they're training right now. Yeah. If you're confused and you're watching the sparks of the fighting lions are igniting the stove. <laughs> That's kind of what's happening here. And so Domon, just to kind of remind everybody what he's up to this whole time, tries to cut a tree with a sword. Like uh, uh, he, he was told to do last episode and he still can't do it. And then Chibi's yeah. like, ha, you can't cut a tree with a sword. I challenge you to a gun and fight match. And it's oh. one of those times where they had just like one of those fantastic, really on the nose lines where he literally just says like, damn, no matter how hard I try, I can't cut a tree with a sword. <laughs> <laughs> also, guys, real fast, I forgot that I did not see the last episode and that's how little the show makes sense that I just assume this is dropping off from the last time I watched. <laughs> I of course he's trying to cut a tree with a sword. Me. Why wouldn't he be? Yeah, I was just like, yeah, 
I don't know. It's anime. They always be cutting trees with a sword. I saw the last episode and I don't remember why Domon's trying to cut a tree with a sword. I was like, well, I guess that's just part of it. (laughs) Why does Domon have a sword? Why wouldn't he have a sword? I'm moving on. (laughs) Yeah, but there's this part where um, Rain catches the girls because they, one of them screams when they see a snake. And there's like a snake just right in front of their face and she screams and then the other person's like, why did you scream? It's like, there was a monster. Like that's the most nor like why why do you ask that question? <laughs> right. Why why would you scream when uh, there's danger? You just saw a snake like what are you, <laughs> Of course that's why. Hey, quick uh, vibe check for the show. You're um having a normal human interaction. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like so funny well, yeah, that the, the the difference between like how the women of this show are are portrayed and the men because like the men are in this Gundam fight with each other where you know they're giant robots epic fights and then the women are like running through the jungle and they're like oh, she's fast too we better run even faster let's split up oh god there's oh, no, a snake, a snake. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair they look like they're in some pretty. De- Deep jungle. I bet there's all sorts of poisonous what's it's in there, you know? Yeah, yeah totally. It's true. Bugs and stuff and like fish that jump up your urethra and all that kind of garbage you see on Animal Planet. <laughs> you know, the Kandiru, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, Kandiru. We don't say this often enough on Ball and Out Super, but if you're in the jungle, be careful. <laughs> there <laughs> is all our, kinds of stuff. To all our jungle based listeners, please yeah. be careful. So, Shirley from the harem has somehow hurt her leg. Um, I think well, by jumping off a waterfall. Yeah, yeah she's tackled down a cliff. Again, remember, they're fully armed to the teeth, so there's <laughs> no reason this should be happening at all. Um, they've fallen down, but luckily, Rain, again, is not only a uh, uh, master of engineering, she is a doctor, and so she can fix Shirley's leg. And so they're on this rock in this dry waterbed um, doing surgery, when all of a sudden a flood comes and they're stuck on the rock in the middle of a raging river. Oh no. Yeah. Lightning strikes the Island and that makes this whole giant ass rock break off because that's something lightning does. Yeah. I yeah. was really confused by the, <laughs> the dynamics of this. Cause I thought that a Gundam was going to come out of the water from the way the rocks were splitting open, but it just turned out to be natural phenomenon. Just Is normal that... splitting rock. Okay. <laughs> Just the Just way it regular happens. regular stuff. If you consider the fact that they're constantly around 100-foot-tall robots fighting to the death, you'd think that would kind of just organically be the problem. But no, it's a flood! <laughs> <laughs> Look out, a flood's coming! The levees have broken on Yermu oh, no. Island! I so, hope that Green Day releases a song to help fight this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Linkin Park finally nails their sound on their third hit studio album. <laughs> We're in the deep cuts now, baby. Um, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so Rain, uh, she has failed as a doctor, and she wants to invite the men to save Shirley's leg. <laughs> <laughs> but that would wound their pride. But they won't allow it. Be, not for themselves, but for Chibity, who is not aware of any of their scheme at all or what's happening. Uh, so they're like, we can't invite the boys. Chibity has to learn a lesson. Let's just die in this flood. So <laughs> <laughs> let's invite the boys. I want to live. I don't know. I'm not sure. 
I mean, I relate to this. Like, you you know you want to text them, girl, but you don't want to seem desperate. Like, oh, I'm going to die in this flood. Like, no, nobody wants that. You got to play hard to get. Right. <laughs> yeah, but then I think Rain's like, well, no, you should do that. And they're like, you're right. <laughs> like, it's right. just the quickest. <laughs> <laughs> they compromise in the middle with a text that's like, we're in the middle of a flood. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> in a flood. <laughs> what are you doing with that flood? So uh, this leads to the best possible turn of events where the boys see the girls are trapped by the flood and then have to physically fight the flood with their guns. <laughs> So, uh, Chippity, all their special moves. <laughs> they got to do They need new special moves because they have to punch a flood. And so, Chippity's just knocking the shit out of the flood. He's just doing haymakers on it. And it's kind of yeah. setting it back. It's a classic literature trope of, uh, uh, Gundam man versus nature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and so they're like kind of holding it back, but I guess not enough. And then Domo notices Rain is there. I guess he's just been organically fighting the flood before this, but he sees rain, and then he says, and I quote, rain, no. Rain, no. Time for my <laughs> super mode. Super mode. And so he does the super mode. He goes into it, and uh, he he's super saiyan in the super mode. He punches the flood, and the flood stops being a flood. <laughs> Thanks to them. Also, so they're like punching it and hitting it, and then it goes in two directions around them. Wouldn't that still drown the girls? Because the girls are behind them <laughs> on a rock. But luckily for them, Schwartz Bruder in his Gundam has somehow snuck up on the entire situation, picked up all the women, and laughed at them. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, I guess I didn't need to do this anyway because you guys beat up the flood. <laughs> yeah, great job stopping the flood. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> I thought for sure your women would be killed. <laughs> also, my Gundam looks like a Nazi, and we won't ever talk about it. <laughs> it's just a regular outfit that a regular man would wear on a robot. Nothing right. to see here. <laughs> it's just maybe like a completely black soldier's outfit with a helmet on. <laughs> so, yeah, we all learned a valuable lesson. Uh, Chibity has a new move where he punches even more. It's not so much as you'd notice, but I guess he has a new move. Yeah, well, I don't really notice super mode very much either. <laughs> it super lets him mode do is a, but different. It, it's like at least a different color. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like super mode. I want to see more of the super mode. Keep it up, Domon. Uh, so Chibity celebrates their new union as friends by uh, he's out of the suit now and he punches the floppy disk so it explodes. <laughs> because <laughs> he's really good at punching and he says he has a long way to go before he's ready to become the queen of spades which is his role now as you can see yeah. from his hand and he shows his hand and it has a queen of spades on it yeah which you may have forgotten about what with them never otherwise mentioning it in this episode <laughs> yeah i don't like i don't even know what that means like what what does it mean that he is the queen of spades? That's the you, thing. It's like, it's never clear what any of that means other than it's an association with this secret society or whatever. Right. You know damn well that means he's in the shuffle alliance. They told us. 
but what is told that? us over two episodes. But I just like, what is that? Like, what does it mean? Like, what is his goal with being? You know what I mean? Like, what does he have to do? What's his sacred duty as the Queen of Hearts? You know, right. they never tell you anything. Like other but- animes, they'll be like, "I am the chosen one," and that means I have to slay this guy or whatever. You know what I mean? There's just no. This guy has no goals, no dreams. Where is he Come going, on. ladies? I don't understand. <laughs> Come on. The the only thing that's clear is that it gives you the power to kill yourself in order to save someone from Dark Gundam cells. That's like the only thing that's made clear by it at all. Yeah, well, but that could be a very helpful skill coming up soon with this oh. damn Dark Gundam on the loose. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this guy. We're supposed to respect him because he's the president? Come on. He's a Dark <laughs> Come Gundam. Come on. And so that's kind of what's up with Chibity and all five of his girlfriends love him again. But also they work for him. So let's keep that in mind. I just want to say that, yeah, I don't know. You might've talked about this before, but it's really funny that um, Chibity's Gundam is like, it, it has like this cloak with the shoulder pads, but when it's cut, when it comes off, he has like pecs. Yeah. And, uh-huh. <laughs> it's like awesome design. It's versatile. And that's what you want out of a Gundam. That's, that's how you get to be just- a Gundam master's pilot. I also yeah. like what that implies because each Gundam is supposed to be like a stereotype of their country. So it's right. just like USA got pecs for days, baby. Yeah. They love sit-ups. Guns out, Gundam's out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Again, except for the Japanese Gundam, which is just its theme is I'm the coolest Gundam. The best one. <laughs> it's I'm the best one. Gundam. I'm like yeah. a normal <laughs> ass Gundam. The only Gundam. normal <laughs> and so uh we end on this very strange scene of rain and domon talking and domon's like i've done training and rain's like can we have a date night like once like one time and then it just ends he's like as as soon as i perfect my super Super mode i'm busting (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really missed opportunity not to have a Domon date night episode. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And so that's the episode. Extra wacky this week. I liked it. Out of seven Dragon Balls, let's rate the episode, starting with Jeremy Hammond. Yeah, uh, I like this more than I liked most episodes of this show. I'm going to say probably five out of seven. Pretty good. What did you like about it? I lo- I mean I listen I like any time that we get to see more of Chibity. Um I li- <laughs> I just liked generally the interactions within his uh his little harem. Um hope to see more of them in the future but I don't think we will. This is probably their episode. Fair <laughs> enough. Spencer, out of 7 Dragon Balls, what would you rate the episode? We are normally a Dragon Ball Z podcast. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Hence the super. Um, I I would say three out of seven Dragon Balls. Like all the characters are like, I don't know, uh, like they're they're really in their bag or whatever. Like they're just being themselves in the worst way. Like I don't like most of these characters. I don't like Domon very much because he's like, I'm a guy who cares about winning. And that's like his whole access here. It's <laughs> like, I got to win so hard against this tree. And um, <laughs> like, that's all he's doing. There's no, there's no complexity. You know, Chibity is kind of the same way. He's like, I mean, I guess he's the one who's actually going through a character journey. So he's not so far off, but he's also just kind of in the background 
and letting the other characters kind of play off of him. You know, he's like, I wonder what the girls are up to. And, um, you know, and then they're just doing this kind of half-assed kind of not super important thing. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Just every, and then Schwartz is just like, I'm mysterious and crazy. Like, but it just is all kind of, you know, pointless. And it, it doesn't really add to anything other than like, oh man, everyone is, is now closer to their relationships. And it's like, yeah, they're related to each other. They're, they're groups of people who are, are with each other. This, this doesn't do anything on top of that. It's like, oh man, he's learning to respect the girls. It's like, I never assumed that wasn't the case. You know, like every character is like that where they're just like, oh yeah, they sure are who they are, you know? And it's like (laughs) entirely, and it wouldn't mean anything. These are all very fair points, but you have to keep in mind, it's a show about the community the G Gundam tournament is a community and they all have to come together. Yeah. I like it better later on in the series. Like it starts to pick up uh, later, you know, but early on, it's just kind of aimless to me. I legitimately, I watched this whole thing when I was young and I don't remember any of the first half. Right. Exactly. (laughs) There's like a big tournament or something later. There's a tournament in the tournament. They do (laughs) tournament stuff. (laughs) Uh, Katie out of seven dragon balls. What are you giving it? Um, I'm with Jeremy. This is more enjoyable than this shit show normally is for me. I was able to follow it. I love, I love uh, ladies with attitude. Uh, <laughs> but it's still a dumb show. Uh, I'm going to give it four out of seven. Four out of seven. That's pretty good. That's I, pretty good for old KRL. That's pretty good, the, you old Katie Grinch. If we didn't do a Christmas special where you were a Grinch, that would be out of line but here we are (laughs) uh everyone knows i love the ladies and so i have to give this episode six out of seven dragon balls one for each of these wonderful gals you're (laughs) mentally you need help I think help. all of Spencer's points were correct in that this show uh, uh, doesn't capitalize on any of its story uh, advantages and it seems to be nonsense, but this episode was the most nonsense it could have possibly been in nonsense world, and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there are more like it coming soon. I will well, say this was like, I finally got what you like about this show, this episode alex because the nonsense was thoroughly enjoyable right it's like it's wearing a hawaiian shirt yeah but not in the white supremacist way yeah right i also just found out about that no we're not letting them have hawaiian they can't have the hawaiian shirt they can't have the hawaiian shirt all the time i've been wearing them no we're not letting them do a a fucking proud boys thing they don't get their own shirt Um, I've been wearing them not as a white man, but as a guy who loves smoothies. Yeah, I've been wearing them as a guy who's getting fat and old and bald. (laughs) I need these. This is our culture now. It's all I have. (laughs) That's how Matt Fury felt. (laughs) I just want to point out it's absolutely for for women. Is it? Yes. All right, yes, I have to change my score then. I have to change my score. It's five out of seven. <laughs> one, one for each of the beautiful gals. It's five out of seven. Listen, I'm actually I'm actually sex blind. I don't see women. Yeah, I don't see women. I think Chibity's one of the women. <laughs> These gals are so wonderful. When there's four, you think there's five. Keep it up, gals. Well, that's going to do it for another week here on Balling Out Gundam Times. Uh, does anybody Gundam have times. anything... They want to plug Spencer. Thank you for coming on. 
Uh, yeah, check out my Twitter at the Sixler. I yell about stuff, and probably you won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna plug the same thing I plugged on our other episode, which is we have a radio show coming out soon. Hopefully, by now, by the time this comes out, who knows? Maybe. Keep an Who eye knows? out. Who it's kind of like a secret, so I don't want to tell you too much about it, but I think it'll be <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> They're setting off fireworks or there's a shooting by my house. So who knows what the future holds. Hey, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Another great week for Mobile Fighter G Gundam. Yep, Thanks for the listening. most important thing we could be talking about, as as is <laughs> always the case. <laughs> this is Stay what in. democracy looks like. <laughs> Stay safe. Here's a song. Every second, every minute, man, I swear that she can get it. Say if you are bad. Put your hands up high, hands up high, hands up high. Tell them dim the lights down right now. Put me in the mood. I'm talking about dark moon perfume. Go, go. I recognize your fragrance. Hold up, you ain't never gotta say shit. Uh, and I know you taste this a little bit. Mm, high maintenance. Uh, everybody else basic. You live life on an everyday basis with poetic justice. Poetic justice If I told you that a flower bloomed in a dark room Would you trust it? I mean I write poems in these songs Dedicated to you when You're in the mood for empathy It's blood in my pen Better yet with your friends and them I really wanna know you all I really wanna show you off Fuck that, pour up plenty of champagne Cold nights when you curse this name You called up your girlfriends and your curled in that little bitty range I heard that she wanna go and party She wanna go and party Nigga don't approach up with that Atari Nigga that ain't good game homie, sorry They say conversation, rule a nation I can tell, but I could never write my wrongs Lest I write it down for real P.S. You can get it, you can get it, you can get it, you can get it And I know just, know just, know just, know just, know just what you want Poetic justice, put it in a song, alright You can get it, you can get it, you can get it, you can get it And I know just, know just, know just, know just, know just what you want I really hope you play this, cause oh girl you test my patience With all these seductive photographs and all these one-off vacations you've been taking Clearly a lot for me to take in, it don't make sense Young East African girl, you too busy fucking with your other man I was trying to put you on game, put you on a plane, take you and your mama to the motherland I could do it, maybe one day, when you figure out you're gonna need someone When you figure out it's all right here in the city and you don't run from where we come from That sound like poetic justice Poetic justice. You were so new to this life, but goddamn, you gotta adjust it. I mean, I write poems in these songs dedicated to the fun sex, your natural hair and your soft skin and your big ass and that sundress. Ooh, good God, what you doing that walk for? When I see that they move, I just wish we would fight less and we would talk more. They say communication save relations, I can tell, but I can never write my wrongs unless I write them down for real. P.S. You can get it, you can get it, you can get it, you can get it. And I know just, know just, know just, know just, know just what you want. Poetic justice, put it in a song, alright. You can get it, you can get it, you can get it, you can get it. And I know just, know just, know just, know just, know just what you want. Poetic justice.
Every time I write these words, they become a taboo. Making sure my punctuation curve, heavy letter hits true. Living my life in the margin, and that metaphor was proof. I'm talking poetic justice, poetic justice. If I told you that a flower bloomed in a dark room, would you trust it? I mean, you need to hear this. Love is not just a verb, it's you looking in the mirror. Love is not just a verb, it's you looking for it, maybe. Call me crazy, we can both be insane. A fatal attraction is common, and what we have common is pain. I mean, you need to hear this. Love is not just a verb, and I can see power steering. Sex drive when you swerve, I want that interference. It's coherent, I can hear it. Mm-hmm. That's your heartbeat, it either caught me or it caught me. Mm-hmm. Read slow and you'll find gold mines in these lines. Sincerely, you're truly And right before you go blind P.S. You can get it, you can get it You can get it, you can get it And I know just, know just, know just, know just, know just what you want Oh